Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output Podcast, we've got stories about two new devices that will distract you from our hellish reality. Most of us have been on video calls where people keep talking over each other, and staring at a grid of faces for hours just isn't always the most natural way to interact. What we're missing is this feeling of presence. The feeling of actually being right there with someone else, with all of the different sensations that that includes. So that's what the whole fields of virtual and augmented reality are about, delivering that sense of presence. Facebook recently unveiled the Oculus Quest 2, a more affordable successor to the original Quest. In his review of the Quest 2, InputMag.com senior reviews editor Ray Wong says it puts all other virtual reality headsets to shame. But should you get one, considering everything wrong with Facebook? Here are InputMag.com editor Ryan Houlihan and editor-in-chief Joshua Topolsky discussing why you should not. Facebook did a three-hour tour of their Oculus AR, VR, whatever they're oh doing, my God. smart it glasses. It was so long and so creepy. They're like, basically, okay, so basically they introduced the Quest 2, which Ray really likes. I don't think any moral human being could well, purchase a Facebook product. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the, for most people, it's like the only choice. Then you don't know? do VR. I, you have to have some standards. I, I agree. Facebook's evil, but nobody's doing a, a holistic VR package like this. I hate to say it. I hate then to give them any do credit. VR. I, I, in well, my opinion, either man, do PSVR or don't do VR then because they, they're a terrible company. Anyway, they're in addition to their you know new headset, they're also doing this project aria thing which is terrifying they're basically they want to create smart glasses that they're they're first going to use for testing and then they want to roll out to people which have like cameras all around them and microphones all around them to map everything in your house and listen to everything so that they can like deliver you services and you can like neural click if you want to hear parts of conversations or tune people out. It's like, it's terrifying. I mean, like the, the way that the fact that they don't hear it when they're saying it, right. And the weird, like ways that they phrase things so that they don't come off as, as like super creepy. Like they say user centric data instead of like your private information. <laughs> Um, Yeah, it's 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 uh, I mean, Facebook is the last company you want to produce glasses that like are on you while you're doing things in your personal life. You know, when I think of the companies that I would be comfortable with who are going to monitor what I'm doing from like my perspective when it's like I'm at home or I'm at work or whatever. Facebook is absolutely on the end of the list. Like Palantir is probably lower maybe. I mean, they're already doing it anyhow. I mean, they're explaining in their little thing. They're like, so, you know, tech has been able to map the outside world and all of our roads and traffic. And that's been great. We're even getting uh, like some insight into some store layouts so that you can see where you're going before you go there. But what we don't know is what's going on in your home. So what we would like is if you wear these glasses and you take it through your personal spaces and then we'll be able to more like contextually serve your needs. And it's like, 
no, right. no, I don't need you to know what my bedroom looks like to serve me fucking ads for a gay cruise. I really don't. Well, I mean, it could be good. I have no interest. I'll be honest with you. I mean, people keep talking about the AR stuff. I know I'm sure at some point down the road, I'm going to go, wow, you know what? This is, it turns out this is what I need and this has changed my life. I do think, I mean, and listen, I'm maybe I'm an old person now. You know, I started this game as a young man. And now I'm just a broken down piece of meat. But I don't think I want glasses with like heads up information about what's going on that are like recording. I don't want like a neural click where I decide with my intention that I don't want to hear someone speaking and then they their voice disappears from my ears. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that that will be good for us. Well, this is what all of the um, Deus Ex series is really about. If you've ever played any of the yeah. Deus Ex, uh, is uh, all about like should we modify our bodies and you know become one with the machine, or is that a bad idea? I think it's and a I bad think idea. The, the jury's out. <laughs> I mean, things have gone so well so far with the way you know the internet has played out. If you really want to fight for humanity, the greatest thing you could do is figure out a way to destroy the internet forever. I'm sorry, but I think if we just destroyed the internet forever, we'd all be a lot happier. I and know. I say this as a person, I spent my entire life telling people about how great the internet was, you know? I know. Well, it's, like, you know, it's like any other drug, you know, we've been taking it and we're like, this is great. You should try this. I freaking love doing this. And yeah. then, you know, a few years down the line, you're like, I am a ho hollowed out husk and all I have is this drug. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do. I and think we probably shouldn't give it to kids anymore. Yeah. I think that's right. I think you're right about that. I would say say, you know, it's, it has its uses, you know, there's some good stuff on the internet. As far as good things on the internet go, Facebook isn't one of them. Want to hear more from Ryan and Joshua? Then stay tuned for today's second story. Thank you all for joining us today and for being part of this amazing journey. It's your passion as fans of gaming that drives us to deliver a truly new generation of experiences on PS5. From everyone at PlayStation, we appreciate your continued support, and we look forward to you getting your hands on PS5 very soon. Sony recently announced that the PlayStation 5 will officially go on sale November 12th in the US and other select territories for a starting price of $399. The company also announced a number of console-exclusive games, but InputMag.com editor Ryan Uhulian and editor-in-chief Joshua Topolsky aren't super excited for the PS5. Here they are discussing why. The prices came out, by the way, they're $3.99 for the digital edition, $4.99 for the real version, and in order to counteract some of that Game Pass juice, they're throwing in old PS4 games for free with PlayStation Plus. I ordered a PlayStation 5, although I have to say, like, I, I'm not that thrilled about any of the games. Like, oh, you're not, you're not excited to play Hogwarts Legacy Transphobia, the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I So they had this. So on Wednesday, they announced that the PS5 is coming out. It's going to have Spider-Man. I'm reading from inverse.com. Check it out. Our sister site. There's five okay. launch titles. So if there are five, only five, only five, that doesn't seem like enough to me. And one of them is like a kid's game. So you're really talking four. one of so them is a game. Nobody wants to play. So, so, so you're so really Demon's Souls. Demon's Souls is remake. a remake. 
I've never played the original, but I understand this is a game where you die a lot. Yeah, it's like a very not, difficult game, but it's it's a cult classic, and it is I'm not fun, interested. and it's really satisfying no, you. when you finally do well. uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I think, which looks fun, a lot of quick time events. It's funny, I was playing Beyond Two Souls last night. I don't oh, know if you yeah. remember that game at all. And it is it is interesting, but it's, it's really not very fun to play. Um, John has played Until Dawn three or four times through, and I played it once, and he watched me. He is obsessed with it. All he wants is a sequel to Until Dawn, and yesterday they showed that it was going to be part of like ps plus free ps4 games or whatever with ps they did uh and john until dawn is a fun until dawn is a fun game (laughs) he was so excited and then he realized it wasn't a sequel and he was like well who who could have played that game what is it just play it already which is a remake no it's just like a it's just like a they're giving you the ps4 version no thank you okay so so the spider-man game devil may cry 5 like whatever i do not care about devil may cry at all Never played one, probably never will. Astros Playroom, don't know what it is, don't care. It's a pack in. It's like a like a. It's their version of a Mario platformer. It's actually a really fun game, um, but it's like a tiny pack in experience. It's not a real game. I mean, these games suck. Destruction All Stars, whatever. Sackboy, don't care. Fortnite, don't care. Those are the launch titles. They're bad. Now, what are the Xbox launch titles? Hold on. Xbox. Oh, they're not just... good either. Don't worry. Okay, so it's like the question we all have to ask ourselves is why am I scrambling to purchase any of these systems to give the, to play devil's advocate for multinational billion dollar corporations? Yeah, COVID has really bumped back their ability to finish games in time. I mean, developers were in abusive crunch like situations to begin with, and to add to that, working from home and all the complications and time restraints that that comes with, they had to bump back uh, most of their launch games. And so people are so mad because Halo Infinite got bumped back, but like, yeah. guys, like, I don't know, like, we're in a global pandemic. I think maybe they should have bumped these console releases back, but clearly that wasn't going to happen. So, well, like, Cyberpunk is coming out for all the systems around this time, right? Mm-hmm. It was delayed, though. So, November November 19th, it's coming out. Yes. So, it's not like it a launch twice, day, actually. but I think they're not going to delay it at this point. It is a November 19th, but that's only PS4 and Xbox One versions, which you can play on the new consoles. The upgraded visuals, like ray tracing and all that stuff, no. isn't coming out day no. and day. But but what about the PC version? I'm sure the PC version will have it. So I could just play it on my PC, is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, basically, all of this comes down to if you. I mean, it always is. Well, you, I don't know. Just play but it on I don't your know, PC if you want the I real experience. I have a pretty decent gaming PC. Can it do 4K ray traced Cyberpunk 2077 at full graphics? Which I assume is what these consoles will be able to do. Probably will not be that great of an experience. I mean, well, that's why I, you pick up the RTX 3080. I mean, is that it? Is that all I have to do is pick up the RTX 3080. How much is that selling mm-hmm. for? How it's much like is that? Seven hundred dollars if you can get your hands on one, but I think they're going for like twelve hundred on eBay. Thirty won't fit in my case. I have a I have a mini ATX case. A mini yeah, ITX. Sorry. So about the PlayStation Five, yes. um, I got my pre-order in. I'm excited. I understand that like I'll be mostly playing old games on it for a little while, but I I'm you know that that's what being an early adopter is. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Houlihan and Joshua at Joshua Topolsky. I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.